If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now, here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Preparing for the New Age, the books of Alice Bailey, Part 2. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, the founder of the Lucis Trust. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The books that I have written are sent out with no claim for their acceptance. They may or may not be correct, true, and useful. It is for you to ascertain their truth by right practice and by the exercise of the intuition. If the teaching conveyed calls forth a response and brings a flashing forth of the intuition, then let that teaching be accepted, but not otherwise. We did part one of uh, this particular topic, Preparing for the New Age, the books of Alice Bailey, and uh, so much was said, so many ideas were set forth. Uh, can we kind of kind of just uh, recap, especially that part where we were talking about discipleship? Yes, we left off with a discussion of um, how her books um, kind of fall into different categories depending on people's interests. And um, the books focus on the life of discipleship, particularly two volumes of Discipleship in the New Age and one of her fundamental books, um, A Treatise on White Magic, White Magic being the power of the soul, uh, which is magical in its creative and transformative um, uh, energy. Discipleship is uh, from the root word, a disciple, which means literally, I think, a learning boy. One who is on the path of learning is a disciple. And it's a stage in spiritual development when the human being takes himself in hand, so to speak, and says, 
I am going to get myself together and be absolutely focused on spiritual evolution in order to reach the feet of the Father, to be of service to God, to be of cooperation in the enfoldment of God's plan. It's a commitment that is made by the person at a certain stage of spiritual development. It isn't a particularly exclusive term because it, it spans a wide range of spiritual consciousness from the committed aspirant to the uh, Christ himself, who is a disciple of a very high degree, one who is actively engaged in cooperating with God's plan. How would you define a disciple? Well, no, that, that's, that's correct. I mean, it is a, um, a very <clears throat> wide-sweeping kind of term, and it, but it, it means someone who is, recognizes the, uh, the path, to follow and the need to follow this path and is willing to make the commitments to um, to the rules of the road in other words that uh, which is essentially the rules of the soul control and, and bringing the soul to uh, control over your the forces and energies of your life and uh, allowing that those soul energies and qualities to come through you so it's, it's a path of discipline that has mm-hmm. to be <coughs> laid, set forth. Yeah, disciple and discipline are from the same root. Uh, mm-hmm. Discipline meaning the obedience to specific tried and true rules that have been given to humanity by all who preceded us. This path is one that has been laid down over the eons. It's not something that is brand new for modern times, but for every individual who is treading that spiritual path, it's new to him or her. But the rules are ancient, the guidelines are ancient, the methods are timeless. And that's why this teaching is called the ageless wisdom. No matter how different modern man might seem from someone who lived two or three thousand years ago in ancient uh, Egypt or India, still Human beings essentially develop in the same way and according to the same methods through the application of discipline and the obedience of of rules. There are books that Alice Bailey wrote that deal with these rules. One of them is the 12 Rules for Discipleship given in a treatise on white magic. Uh, There are the rules found in... um, Letters on Occult Meditation, which has to do with the path of discipleship and particularly the practice of meditation. There are the rules given in uh, The Light of the Soul, written by, uh, which is a para- paraphrase of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. And those go back uh, thousands of mm-hmm. years. Uh, no one really knows, probably eight or ten thousand years ago they were, they were first written down. And uh, yes, so these may be ancient rules, but they are still applicable today because uh, it, they involve the um, the fusion and integration with the soul, and that's a uh, ancient process that that has been going on since man began to walk the earth. 
there are more rules. Uh, her book, um, Initiation, Human, and Solar, which is the first book she wrote, has to do with the rules that the aspirant must follow for spiritual development. Um, the Rays in the Initiations, one of the last books she wrote, has to do with the rules for disciples and initiates. These are principles that have been laid down through the experience of people who passed this way before us. It's funny because I think the tenor of the times is to be quite um, um, offended by the idea of rules. I think people view the New Age as kind of uh, a freewheeling, lawless, um, anything-goes age, but that's not so. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's just another beginning of another cycle that um, has been going around and around and around for, for eons, really. So uh, these rules, are, they may be ancient, but as I said, they're still applicable and they're meaningful today. And um, the, this book, the Treatise on White Magic, goes into these rules and they are very, very specific and they are ways that you can apply them to your daily life. They're very practical rules because they, um, they draw one closer to the soul. And that's the whole, really the whole function, the whole purpose behind uh, all these rules. And not just laid out just haphazardly. There is a reason and purpose for it. Another um, category into which a number of Alice Bailey's books fall is that of meditation. Meditation is fundamental to the path of discipleship. It has to do with the gaining of the of control of the forces of the mind, I think you could say, and the wielding of energy in service to the plan. That's what meditation is really intended to be. It's not for personal relaxation or whatever, so much as wielding the mind's forces in service to God's plan, particularly through group meditation. And one of her books that uh, is especially good on meditation is From Intellect to Intuition, which is a really excellent and very clear overview of the practice of meditation, the type of meditation being uh, Raja Yoga, the kingly science of the mind. Another book that has to do with meditation is Discipleship in the New Age, which offers a lot of instruction on meditation, some of it quite advanced. Right, and as I think we mentioned before, the uh, this, these two volumes, Discipleship in the New Age, um, give an account of uh, the establishing of a particular group of um, disciples that uh, worked with Alice Bailey, and uh, they weren't all in one group. They were they was kind of scattered throughout the world, but she communicated with them, and uh, so th- there were certain rules of work and it was a a test actually to see if uh, this group could come together and uh, do some work for the spiritual hierarchy and uh, so it's um, very fascinating because there's a lot of good information that was given out there about uh, the the rays of each one of these individuals and the qualities and the problems they had to deal with and the tests and trials that they were all going through so it's a very practical uh, teachings. And it has to do with the, the challenge and the difficulty of group discipleship, 
we may think that discipleship is something one pursues alone, but only for a certain stage. Then one rapidly awakens to the fact that he's walking not alone, but in the company of many others. That's a, a fundamental recognition of spiritual awakening, that you are not alone and cannot be alone. And group discipleship is a real challenge. I think in the new age, with the energies of Aquarius and the new mentality of younger generations, it won't be so difficult. But everything that has qualified uh, the present times has led to the fostering of the individual sense of self. It's all about me, I. the development of an individual ego and that's a necessary stage of the way we have to know who we are but it also becomes a limitation if it makes us feel separated and independent from our fellow human beings group discipleship breaks down that separation and that's the real um, the, you know the real key i think is uh, letting go of that little ego and the little self and Realizing that that has to be given over to the higher self, the the soul quality that lies within, and uh, it's the diminution of that little ego that is so very very important on the path of discipleship, and the uh, emphasis on service is also uh, another aspect of uh, discipleship path, and this is what. The, the teachings try to instill, they try to bring forth, because the whole keynote of the soul is service. And uh, the more we allow that soul energies to flow into us and through us, the more we are open to the, uh, to the keynote of service. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, Preparing for the New Age. The Books of Alice Bailey, Part 2. We have a special offer from Lucis Trust, and that's the pamphlet, the Alice Bailey pamphlet, the title of which is 30 Years' Work. Now, this pamphlet is really an overview of each of the 24 books Alice Bailey wrote. And I'm sure that for many of you, um, once you've read this pamphlet, it might be your first step to a more in-depth study of, um, of all 24 volumes. Let's start with this. It's uh, it's no charge, absolutely for free. And all you have to do is give us a call, and um, we'll be happy to send it out to you free of charge. The toll-free number is 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. LUCIS is L-U. CIS. Uh, we have a website, and the website is www.lucistrust.org. And of course, you can find out a lot of information about Lucis Trust uh, on the website. Uh, but many people came into it because they'd like to listen to the previously archived library of radio shows. We have so many of them now archived. I think uh, that it's wonderful for those people who find it hard for one reason or another not to, uh, to be able to listen to it in the morning and listen to the uh, up-to-date show, but um, you, know, you can always key into that website any time of the day that's convenient for you. Once again, www.lucistrust.org. 
And we would like to remain on this station and doing shows for you, but we do need your support. Many of you have been uh, very generous. Uh, recently, we just got a wonderful $800 donation from someone in, where was that, Connecticut? Uh, someone in Connecticut, and uh, that was really, that really helped us a lot and contributed towards the, uh, towards the show. But uh, not only large uh, donations, but small donations altogether that it helps us to remain on the air and continue to do these shows for you. So if you if you can contribute and you'd like to uh, to do so, please send your donation donations to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And getting back to our topic for today, I remember when uh, I first became involved with uh, Lucis Trust, I remember uh, uh, getting a, a, a po- more or less a postcard. I guess it was a card. It was very nicely done, and I uh, I looked upon it, and it mentioned something about Lucis Trust, but more importantly, there was a uh, uh, kind of a summary of the book, The Reappearance of the Christ, and, and just the... Uh, the one card alone was uh, really intrigued me and uh, I, it motivated me to call up and find out more information about Lucy's Trust. I was wondering, uh, Sarah, Dale, what were the what were books that you read that, uh, that first got you uh, motivated to become more involved with uh, Alice, well, the Alice Bailey material? I That's thinking back quite a few years. I think the first book I bought was Esoteric Astrology because I was very interested in astrology at the time. Mm-hmm. But when I brought the book home and started to look at it, I, I couldn't understand very much of it at all. <laughs> so that was the first book that ended up on my bookshelf. I have since read it many, many times. I think the first book I actually read was either the Unfinished Autobiography, which is the story of Alice Bailey's life, which is absolutely fascinating, or maybe it was Initiation Human and Solar. I read them both about the same time, and I remember thinking that Initiation Human and Solar, that I understood very little of it, but I knew it was very important. And I've known other people who have had the same reaction to coming upon the books, that they understood very little at first, but they could tell that it was very important. And there's something about the teaching in those books that when you're ready for it, you know it's worth the effort to plumb their depths. Mm. What did you read first? Well, the first Cosmic Fire. No, uh, that was one of the interesting ones. But the um, first one I read was um, Esoteric Psychology, oh. <clears throat> Volume 1. There are two volumes of that book. Um, and I was just kind of into psychology, studying psychology at that time, so it kind of attracted to, I was attracted to it, but friends of mine had told me about the Alice Bailey book, so I went down to the local bookstore here, and uh, there they were on the shelf, and that was the first one I grabbed, and I'd been grabbing them ever since. <laughs> so it's uh, fascinating, it really drew me in, and it answered a lot of questions, because I think I was kind of searching for something more at that time. I think a lot of people embark on the spiritual path because of the great question, who am I? You reach a point where what the kind of person you thought you were no longer seems to really be all that you think expresses who you are, but you really don't know. It, it People can end up in quite a confused mess. Mm-hmm. 
And that's often the moment that drags them on to the, uh, or propels them on to the spiritual path, this desire to discover who they really are. And there's a wonderful treatise on the seven rays uh, written by Alice Bailey that is oriented toward the new psychology. Esoteric Psychology Volumes 1 and 2, as you mentioned, are part of that. Esoteric Astrology, which I mentioned, is the third volume in that treatise. And the fourth is Esoteric Healing. And the fifth is the Raise and the Initiations. And they all have to do with the understanding of the psychological makeup of the human being. And the, the emphasis is on esoteric. It's not the standard uh, kind of uh, psychology that you hear about today or study even, or even the standard kinds of healing. Isn't psychology literally the word of the soul? Yes, that's what it means, you know, the psyche, the soul. And so it's, it's a real in-depth study. And it's in that book, uh, the first volume of esoteric psychology, that you get a real good outline of the seven rays. And it's uh, incorporating the qualities of the seven rays into the, uh, the, the study of psychology. And, and there are people and students out there that are trying to do just that, to understand human psycho- psychology by the understanding of the seven rays, of the rays that make up every individual. Every one of us are a, a combination of at least five of these rays, and uh, it's it's kind of an intricate, but it's a fascinating way of looking at yourself and other people and trying to understand from the standpoint of the qualities that are expressed through each one of these rays. I like to think of the seven rays as a psychology of um, insight and understanding without the judgment. It's, it's a very um, compassionate view of human nature and human differences that um, expresses, I think, a lot of loving understanding of the difficulties of being human and also the, the promise we're all on a path, we're not stuck forever, which I think we can forget when we feel ourselves at an impasse. When we study esoteric psychology, we realize that we are all on a path of development and uh, heading uh, toward brighter days, and I I find it very encouraging and uplifting. Another um, category of Alice Bailey's books that includes a number of titles deals with the subject of hierarchy, which is a huge and compelling aspect of the Ageless Wisdom. The hierarchy is the spiritual masters, the kingdom of souls, the great illumined ones who appear in a lot of different strains of uh, spiritual teaching, but who basically are those who have transcended the human experience. They are human and yet have transcended or moved beyond the limitations of human experience. They have broken through to greater wisdom and illumination. And these books deal with man's cooperation with the hierarchy through service Mm. to the plan. These are beings that no longer have to um, exist in a physical body. And uh, they can, and some of them will in the future. And uh, in fact, there's one of the books called The Externalization of the Hierarchy. And that's 
has to do with uh, future plans of the spiritual hierarchy to once again um, appear and work more directly physically with humanity and offer uh, their guidance and uh, because they are offering their guidance now on the inner planes and uh, that's uh, but that is due, according to these teachings in the Bailey books, to uh, to sh- change, and so they're going to appear more physically in the future. And they've been here before. I mean, anyone mm-hmm. who believes in um, the um, level of attainment of a Buddha or a Christ or a Moses or a, mm-hmm. um, a, um, a Muhammad uh, knows that there are great spiritual beings who have been with us and who... There are others not so well known who are among us now. I think we can look around in the world and recognize there are great people, perhaps not on the level of masters, but who have progressed beyond the ordinary human level. Look at people like the Dalai Lama, uh, some of the popes who have been in um, service through the Catholic Church, uh, some of the great religious leaders. Um, you can probably pick out figures in political life and so on that um, that really stand out. The whole idea of hierarchy is the great chain of being through which all living things progress. And it's this transmission of energy from above to below that makes evolution possible. We should be very grateful that there is this hierarchical progression of life each one of us stands be below another level of existence in terms of consciousness, but at the same time has moved beyond a still lower level of existence. In other words, there are those whom we can aid, and there are those who can help us. And this is the great chain of being that is known as hierarchy. The book Initiation, Human and Solar is an excellent depiction of the hierarchy as is, you said, the externalization of the hierarchy. Another is the reappearance of the Christ. Yes, and they they are our spiritual guides. They have been in existence for you know millennia, for millions of years, and uh, they are guiding the course of uh, human evolution. They're not overriding human free will because man has been given free will and. So they do not trample on our free will, and we blunder along, but they are very patient, and uh, but they are slowly guiding us by uh, impressing upon us certain ideas that will help to guide us along the way. And uh, the point of uh, offering 30 years' work is for anyone who is interested in taking up a study of these books to read a, a, a brief or description of each of these books and pick out the ones that seem to most speak to one's particular spiritual need. So I hope people will ask for a copy. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Trust, and that's the um, pamphlet that Sarandell was talking about today. Uh, It's called, the title of it is 30 Years' Work. Uh, So what you do is you have to ask for 30 Years' Work. We'll be happy to send it out to you free of charge. Uh, 30 Years' Work is an overview of each of the 24 books that Alice Bailey wrote. Once again, it's no charge. We'll be happy to send it out to you. 
uh, please give us a call and ask for the pamphlet, 30 Years' Work. Uh, the toll-free number is one 695 8247 That's one 695 8247 The easy way to remember it is one 866 ny L-U-C-I-S. Think of one 866 new And our mailing address, should you like to make a donation to us is Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. 